Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Tuesday, May 25th of 2021 at 6.04. It's four minutes after the hour on your six o'clock hour. Happy Tuesday, the worst day of the week to you. I, uh, I've always felt Tuesday's the worst day of the week. Agreed. Christine, you are on board 110%. Yes. Christine and I were just having a conversation off the air, Steve. I said, I can't wait for 24 hours from right now. And she's like, why? Yeah, why? And I said, because I want to see if you're uh, hungover or still buzzed like oh, you yeah. were last week after kickball. I said, uh-uh, there's no way I'm staying out until 11 p.m. again, because that was it was brutal the next day. So. It's documented. We'll no. see. Once you have one beer, if you go with the group, you're like, oh, another yeah. one. No, not bad. Next thing you know. No, get your fun pants on. I literally would have to cap my fun to like an hour, hour and a half tonight. See, she's Spe- already especially time. Especially because it's a, it's a later um, kickball game. Oh. So is that seven instead of six? And, and I said this to uh, Christine uh, off the air. There, are, I mean, there are people like, we lost Connie to cancer, Connie of Connie and Fish to cancer earlier this year. And Connie and I were really good at the push through. Mm-hmm. You are not. <laughs> I have my days. Do you? Yes. Okay. I mean, Last the push week th- was not one of them. I was going to say, <laughs> the push through when you come back from after the bar, yeah, that type no. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That ain't happening. You're not good at that. Connie and I would just, for you know, you just have to caffeine it up and then you crash really hard. You were like, oh, God. Yeah. Last week, it was tough. Okay. Uh, look, before we get into your write-in song, which we are going to kick into here in just a sec, I do want to remind you about what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, you got that yummy, yummy, yummy. Beep, beep. Yeah, that's right, beeps for beeps. Beep, beep. So here's the deal. It can happen at any point now. It started yesterday after 12 o'clock during the throwback lunch. Justin Bieber's finally announced May 20, what is it? May 12, 2022 at Van Andel Arena. Yeah, he's coming back, or he's he's finally going to make up that show that he owes us, right? Yeah. And we have tickets for it. We want you to win them. So make sure you download that app if you don't have it. If you don't have it, you're crazy and you should probably leave anyway. We tell you enough, right? <laughs> but this is another one of those situations with the Beebs where you could win these tickets and you turn your notifications on because, honest to God, if they're not, you're going to miss your beep, beep for Beebs. Exactly. And you don't want to miss out on that. No. So. I'd want Bieber to toot my horn. So, beep, beep, have that app. What is it? That's not beep beep. No, the horn tooting. That's not the no contest. Uh, That's not the way it's going. Oh wait, I think I was just daydreaming. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) It's like yesterday. Christine tried to get me to come over. We hung out after the show sometime, and uh, she tried to get me to come on over. She's like, ah. I have some ice cream and some milk. You should come on over. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and I'm like, really? (laughs) All right, Christine. There you go. Your milkshake. 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 
Was it an Oreo milkshake? I don't know. You were the one that offered it to me. Would it have been an Oreo milkshake? It totally would have been. Ah. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? Something sounds delicious like that right now. I love that. <laughs> Last night, uh, we were, uh, Alicia and I are, well, Alicia's on this cleanse thing, right? And I'm trying to camp on so I could lose some weight. Uh-huh. And uh, we had uh, Greek yogurt and bananas. Ooh. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. The Greek yogurt sounds good. I'd put some other fruit in there. But... Yeah, we were out of fruit. We got to go to the grocery store, but mm-hmm. it was great. Compared <laughs> to like chocolate chip cookie dough and all the yummies that fishy likes, <laughs> salted caramel and whatnot. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Mix 95.7. Okay, we told you about the Beebs thing. All the info's on Mix957GR.com. Yep. Partly cloudy today, Steve. You were asking about the weather. Yeah. High of 86, uh, overnight low 64, AM rain tomorrow and 77. It's 67 in Rockford right now, 67 in Ada, 69 in Wyoming. 68 degrees in Grand Rapids. So it's already a little toasty warm. It was funny. I'm, I'm almost to the point now where I can't wear a sweatshirt to work, which I love doing. It's comfy for me. Yeah, I, I totally know. understand that. It's almost T-shirt time. I know you have a moment in the year where you switch over to your jean jacket from 1981. Yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> I, probably... have my, I have my fall uh, jean jacket and then my summer jean jacket. And then you're ready to summer. go? <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you. Like... I feel like I probably don't need to wear a jacket, but it's so early enough that it's still cold and like, you know, in the morning when we get ready. Well, and I like it cold <laughs> in the studio. Well, it's, honey, it's 70 degrees right now. That's not cold. I know it's not. Yeah, it's, that's the <laughs> but thing. But it's just that perception of, you know. When you wake up. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Steve, you're almost uh, you're almost about to start t-shirting it up here or what? No. No, you just don't. You, you never really do that, do you? I'm trying to think not well usually I, I'll wear always wear a hoodie just because it's cold in the morning and it's cold uh in here. Yeah, I love it cold. I know. I love it cold. Did you think I don't like it. Yeah, you guys uh suck it up. Sorry, because if I'm in a warm studio, I'm like uh, and that no no. We Do don't you want- melt? Yes, I melt. My fat, <laughs> once my fat is completely heated, Christine, it just completely oozes out and melts everywhere. Like plastic. No, yeah, but I get cooking it. Yeah. <laughs> I get sleepy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get sleepy. Yeah, I get it. You, you got to be awake. It's one of our tricks. Mm-hmm. You want to wake up? Crank the AC. Okay. Yeah, it, it works. <laughs> I'm telling you. You want me to make it colder to wake you up more? Please don't. Please yeah, don't. It's like... already so. It's funny because every time after. Um, uh, you leave the studio and someone comes in here later. They're like, it's freezing in here. I'm like, it's because of fish. I know. I love it. It's amazing. It wakes you up. It gets you going. I want to ask you, uh, Christine and Steve, about your survival skills. Okay. There was a survey that came out recently about surviving in the wilderness. Now, I want you to think about this. The average person thinks they could survive 16 days in the wilderness even though less than one in five could start a fire if they only had a flint. So, like, they could not even start a fire. Like, can you start a fire? Probably, yeah. Probably? I mean, I've never had to, but... Then then, then (laughs) assume that you can't. Okay. Because if you've never had to start a fire and you've never... Like, Steve, can you start a good fire? Uh, With a flint? Yeah, I could, but not... That's my thing, too. Without anything else. Yeah, so here's the deal. It was I want you guys to think about this for a sec. Again, surviving. Not surviving comfortably, just surviving. The not freezing part uh, might be tough, though, but here we go. Uh, Only one in seven people think they'd be able to tell which plants and berries are edible. Do you know that? No. I'd poison myself. Yeah. I, I 
I wouldn't eat any berries unless I knew for sure. Because you have no food. You have to eat something. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, wild carrots, and that's it. I can pick out wild carrots. So you might be able to live if there's a wild carrot field near you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're actually quite common. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, Queens and lace. Queens and's lace, or Queen and's lace. Queens and's lace what? That's the wild carrot. Oh, it's I thought flower. that was like a naughty. Like, no, of course uh, you did. Yeah, of course, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, why wouldn't you think that? Okay, so <laughs> click a six. If you really, really think about this, as far as surviving in the wilderness goes, okay. First off, do you know what berries would go? I couldn't start a fire, like with a flint mode, because you'd use a rock and a flint, right? Yeah, I and mean, as, as long as I can get a spark going, I could probably start a fire. Yeah, and now Christine. If, like, you don't build a fire right with the twigs and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you got to make sure you don't set the whole wilderness on fire. Yeah. Right? People might find you at least then, but of course you're killing a bunch of trees. I feel like if we had to, like, be in that situation, I feel like our instincts would probably kick in or adrenaline to, like, force ourselves to survive. Yeah. Don't you oh, think? yeah. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. Would you eat somebody? No. That I would not Have do. you ever seen a movie called Alive? It's a true story about <laughs> yeah. a plane crash? Yes, I okay. have. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I see the scene in my head. So you're going to, <laughs> you can actually, yeah. I've, yes. <laughs> it's like the, the the weirdest movie that messes you up, and I've seen it a bunch of times. It's so odd that I've seen it so much, but when you, like, could you actually eat somebody? No. No. So then you're going to die. Yeah, probably. You'd rather die than eat, to eat, yes. a, eat somebody. Yeah, what about you? I would. Eat somebody? Yeah. I mean, I don't even need to be close to death. I think You'd that be like, I just... seconds, please. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little... Get instead the lotion. A, instead of a, I have a Taco Bell baby in my belly, I have a Christine baby in my belly. <laughs> it's a little much. Hey, this, so this survey also found that a year after all of the, the lockdowns and pandemic stress, 63% of us have a newfound appreciation for nature's nature and being outdoors. Mm. You guys? Yeah, I do enjoy being outdoors, oh, for I'm sure. I'm so sick of being outdoors. I went on so many walks with Charlotte. Oh, yeah. That was one of your things, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I have a new appreciation for nature. I really do, like, because of this. Like, I do want to hike more and do more of that things, because we really, we don't have a Charlotte, at least. No, and I. you don't. So, we uh, you know, we don't have a kid. So, Charlotte, obviously, being Steve's baby. Do you want to adopt me? Well, you want me to adopt you? <laughs> you and Alicia can Why, be my wanna, parents. You want to call me daddy? I'll, I'll take the whole, the whole basement. She legitimately fits in a stroller. She... When uh, Charlotte was born, someone brought in a stroller, oh, and she climbed yeah. inside, and I pushed her around the office. Did she really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, Steve, I forgot about that. You are a tiny one. Now, I think it'd be weird to adopt you because you, there's moments during the day where she makes things a little bit awkward like i do or says, you do oh <laughs> i don't says, i'm the baby yeah dress me up I'm like a baby dress me up like a baby yeah it's very odd I'm like, all right you so know is what that a yes? you mean no i'm not gonna let you call me daddy you sick freak all right uh look here's the deal today's text question of the day it's a unique one but we wanted to try and make it uh, a little bit of fun. It was like at first we were talking about like your parents' favorite TV show because we thought that'd be interesting. And then all of a sudden, we expanded it to cover placing you in it. So here is today's text question of the day. You can message via the app or text in per usual. You know the drill. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be and what character are you? So your parents' favorite TV show, what show is it, Christine? And what character are you? No, right. I'm excited about her answer from her parents, by the way, Steve, because it seems like a no-brainer. Just one <laughs> yeah. answer. This is oh, from God, her parents. Laughing. 
This is from her parents. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, she has one for each, I guarantee it. Uh, oh, well, that's fair. I'll let you have that. If you have one for each, that's fair. Yes, I do have one for each. Okay. Well, so, that's fair. So with my dad, uh, after he gave me five of his favorite TV shows, I oh. went with uh, <laughs> Diners, Dive-Ins, and Drives. And obviously, I'd be Guy Fieri because that's also a dream job of mine to go around and eat food. There you go. And nice. be on TV doing it. <laughs> like, awesome job. Christine wants to be a man. And Got then it. <laughs> my mom said, This one surprised me. She said, Full House. And I figured, <laughs> I was like, It's so weird because growing up, she used to watch like Murder She Wrote in Dallas. So I was really surprised she said, Full House. Wow. Well, wow. And- <laughs> Our parents could not be more different. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I chose Aunt Becky, is who I'd be because, uh, duh. I'd get to be married to John Stamos, and I always thought she had such cute outfits in the 90s. See, I, th- I thought she'd be <laughs> one of the- prison. Uh, yeah, house prison, yeah. Pre-college scandal. Pre-college, nope, This yep. is full house days, you remember, to, Steve? You have to own Aunt Becky. You have to own Aunt Becky. Steve, if you had to be uh, today's text question of the day, if you were, uh, if your life had to be lived inside your parents' favorite television show, what show, Steve, would it be, and what character are you going to be? So my parents' favorite show of all time, I'm pretty sure both of them, was Seinfeld. Okay. So Seinfeld is the answer. Kramer. Uh, no, I don't. Th- I'm not crazy enough for Kramer. I was thinking probably Elaine. I think I would pose most. Interesting. It was either Elaine or George because I'm definitely not Jerry and I'm definitely not a Kramer. So and George just kind of I don't know. He has so much bad luck. I think I'm more in the Elaine boat where she just kind of. That's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm Elaine. You're Elaine because. Christine chose, other than Aunt Becky, well, with her dad's answer, she chose to be a man. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> and you chose to be a woman. <laughs> yep. Plus, Elaine's real hot. Uh, Elaine is hot. Yeah. Uh, Steve and I are fluid. Plus, she's a dry. That's cool. Rock, rock and roll, man. <laughs> I could uh, borrow uh, what, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. You know, I always say her name wrong. Is it Louis Dreyfus or Louise? I don't know. I don't know. If I could borrow her, uh, trade bodies with her for a couple hours, that'd be cool. <laughs> Hamburger. All right. Today's text question of the day, Christine. Here we go. My answer is going to be a little interesting. My, my mother's no longer with us, but I definitely have a solid answer for this. All right. So the text question is, if your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be and what character are you? My mother uh, moved here from England when she was 17, and I remember after... Uh, she passed the movie for Downton Abbey came out Mm -hmm. and my father had a very hard time watching it Mm -hmm. because that was one of their shows so instinctively I was like Downton Abbey and I started doing research last night on it and I was like well this is boring (laughs) so then I thought what show really did she truly 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 love and that uh, she and I used to talk about all the time it's a show that you can watch on Netflix now and if you have never seen it it's not good for kids, I would say, but it is a phenomenal show called The Tudors. Have you oh, ever yeah, seen it? I haven't talked or seen it, but you've talked oh, about so it. So good. It is ridiculously good. I, without a doubt, want to be Henry VIII. It's super cool. He has the most unique way of divorcing people, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you yeah. like the show. Do you know how he divorced somebody? Did he behead them? Yes. Just chopped it up. Not all of them. He spared like one. Yeah. (laughs) Catherine, too. Yeah, a couple. But you need to watch the show, The Tudors. It is phenomenal. Okay, I'll put that on my my cue. My mother decided she liked Alicia. My mother uh, decided for a fact that she liked Alicia 
when Alicia started talking to her about the show The Tudors. Yeah. My mother and father loved the show The Tudors because it's about Henry VIII. It mm-hmm. was like history class for Yeah, her. for sure. And plus, Jonathan Reese Myers, the who plays Henry VIII. Okay. There's a photo of him right over your right shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see not, his butt a lot too- in the show, right? Oh, yeah, you see his butt a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to be Henry VIII in The Tudors. <laughs> Unless I want to be like Steve, and then I'll be Anne Boleyn and have my head cut off. There you go. Yeah, spoiler. Hot too. It's a true story. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are watching the show The Voice, specifically people from Michigan, like we all are. So uh, we're sitting here in West Michigan. On the other side of the state, there's a 16-year-old girl named Rachel Mack. Now, Rachel Mack, Christine knows a little bit more about her. Rachel Mack is... Uh, Suffered some depression and is a ridiculously gifted singer. Before we learn more about her, here's just what she did flawlessly. Leanne Womax, I Hope You Dance. Steve, you know that one? Mm-hmm, I do. Wedding song. Never settle for the path of least resistance. And give the heavens above more than just a passing 16. Place. And when you get the choice to sit it out. one on this season of The Voice. She is. She's the youngest contestant. Uh, Nick is her, Nick Jonas is her coach. Oh, yeah. Last night was the finale. I believe tonight is the where they'll announce the winner. But, yeah, all of her, like, you know, Michigan friends and family, especially over on the east side, are yeah, like. Yeah, Team Mac. Yeah, they're all like, vote for her. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's really good. That's not a 16-year-old voice. And she's got the look, too. I actually she does thought have the look. when I saw a photo of Rachel Mack from The Voice, Steve, mm-hmm. I thought she was doing some kind of a duet with Taylor Swift, and they put up a photo of Taylor Swift by oh, mistake wow. from afar. And I'll, I'll, I know you're big into Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Hey, I, I do want to say this. I always get excited when I see the song Rainbow, like because I think it's somewhere over the rainbow. Because <laughs> I actually use that to audition for uh, my seventh grade play when I would end up playing the Huntsman. They wrote a song specifically for me and redid Snow White. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay. When I was young, a simple lad, I wasn't good, I wasn't bad. Still remembered, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, when I saw, so like when I see Rainbow, I get super excited. But it's this Casey Musgrave song, which is also very good. I love this song. You hold tight to your umbrella, but darling, I'm just trying to tell you that there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head. Casey Musgrave. If you could see what I could see, you would be blinded by the colors, yellow, red, and orange, and now, this is Rachel Mack from The Voice singing Rainbow. This was uh, when she got into the top 17. We're going to find out tonight if she wins The Voice. What else do you know about her, Christine? From- uh, I know she's in theater. Uh, she was raised by a single dad. I know that. <laughs> uh, of she- Christine knows that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, can, she's me, can in- hold me that single dad? <laughs> she's yeah. in theater, marching band, choir, and she's also the lead youth uh, worship at her church, which none of those things surprise me. No. Here, Steve, I'll give you a look of her. She calls herself a hippie at heart. Aww. I like that. Yeah. And Debbie uh, just called in and said she's the last female left on the show contestant. Ever? No, I'm no, the last one left. 
They're no longer doing women. Yeah, they're no longer letting women. There she is, Steve. What do you think? Can you see the Taylor Swift confusion? I can, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, from... Such a pretty voice. Yeah, I hope she wins. We'll let you know. Uh, well, we won't let you know tomorrow. We don't want to ruin it for anybody, but hopefully she wins. Uh, you can't vote for her now, so it's too late if you want to support her. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's learn some stuff. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, Christine was supposed to provide us with something today, Stefan, and... She has not, so I will do it myself. Yes. This comes from the brain of fish. Knowledge, ah, uh, much like a shoelace. <laughs> As the shoe th- lace threads through the pretty Nike Air Jordan type shoes, you look at it and you take your time trying to level it out just perfectly, much like you try to level your brain. It's not level if something's wrong. What is that? You grab the tip of your shoelace because it is broken and you cannot thread it through, and you lick your shoelace to make it so it can go through the hole. The taste of your shoelace goes down your throat, does a 180 (laughs) turn, goes past your eye socket, and lands Uh. in your brain like knowledge. Yeah. There you go. And dirt. And dirt, yeah. Knowledge (laughs) and dirt. Hey, Phil Mickelson, you familiar with him? Uh, I'm familiar with the name. Remind me who he is. Steve, who's Phil Mickelson? Phil Mickelson is a golfer. Oh, okay. Didn't he, he just win? Yeah. Bingo. The, the, yeah. He set the record. Yeah, at Oldest the, uh, at Wimbledon. PGA champion. Yeah, he won the Wimbledon. No, that's tennis. All right, is it, though? Uh, do you know his nickname is Lefty because he's right-handed? The only thing he does left-handed is golf. Interesting. Because huh. he watched his dad golf when he was little and uh, mirrored his swings. Wow. It's kind of neat, yeah. yeah. I'm ambidextrous. Usually. Are you really? Yeah, usually I've trained myself to be. I'm weird. People who work in offices without windows sleep an average of 46 minutes less per night than people in offices with windows. Vitamin D. There's only one state capital that doesn't share any letters with the state. It's the capital of Pierre, South Dakota. Oh. Your lungs aren't symmetrical. Just so you know, the left lung is smaller and has two lobes. The right lung has three. I knew that. Really? Mm-hmm. Lobe heavy. Yes. And finally, there's no copyright or patent protection on magic tricks. If huh. a, if a, magi- a magician invents a trick, anybody's free to use it. You just have to figure out how it's done. Interesting. Now, there is an unwritten code, so most magicians refuse to use other magicians' tricks. Right. right. But you can steal them. They are not copywritten. So if you think you can make the Empire State Building disappear... Go ahead. Go ahead, do it, Yeah, David Copperfield. Yeah. If you want to pull a skateboard out of your mouth, get it done. Yeah. Who, who did that? Chris Angel. Yeah, Chris Angel. Can you pull a skateboard out of your mouth? No. That's not what I heard. <laughs> let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the graduating class from this Texas high school. Did you guys do senior pranks at your school? I know you and Steve went to the same high school, Christine. Yes. Uh, I had it done to me. My class didn't do it because uh, they were really coming down on pranks at school. At yours? Yeah. Steve? Yeah, we just did a food fight. Yeah, we did, like, for sale signs. Yeah. Same type of thing. Nothing too epically amazing. Well, apparently, uh, many people thought this one was mild, 
but Comfort High School is the name of the school. Their parents are, uh, here they are talking about the situation of what happened when half of their Texas high school graduating class was suspended after the senior prank. It was a harmless senior prank. We all actually kind of thought that this was their way of pranking us. You know, you're looking at your top 10, you're looking at your valedictorian, your salutatorian, you're looking at your uh, honor society kids. They had planned to fork the field, which is putting plastic forks in the dirt. Some students after that point decided to go in. There was a deer that went crooked on the wall. All 40 kids have in-school suspension for the last two weeks of school. And I could go on their permanent record. They forked the field and then messed around with some stuff in the school. Permanent record. It does. <laughs> it does. Is your permanent record yeah. following you around, Fish? No, but for colleges, <laughs> it does. Like, if you want to get into a college, it can affect it. Mm, I guess it depends on the college you're going to. Well, Harvard, <laughs> Yale, Michigan State. <laughs> the valedictorian is Trust actually... Me, Michigan State. <laughs> Dude, I went to Central Michigan University. You guys uh, went to Michigan State. Trust me, Michigan State is not as easy to get into as you think. Not yeah. anymore. Uh, not anymore. I went before you. Screw you. Well, when I, I you could no, I, I could not get into Michigan State with what I had now. Like, okay. like if I tried to get into Michigan State now with a, I had a three two in high school and like a twenty six on my ACT, I would not get accepted. Oh, look at me. I'm Steve. I'm really smart compared to Fish. That's honest to God was way better than me. That's one of the reasons I went to community college because I wanted. I, I just didn't like class, yeah. like the writing part and then the thinking part and the learning. That thing it was exhausting. <laughs> it's hard to get in there. Okay, so uh, I would I would have loved to have gone to U of M like Jennifer Stute did, but she was too busy going to U of M and probably kissing people. <laughs> not you though. No, yeah. not in the high school play. She wouldn't kiss me. Her name was Jennifer Stute, if you know her. <laughs> Let's talk about this amazing kid. There's this nine year old. His family found five thousand dollars under the floor mat of the family's used SUV. So what do they do? I was cleaning my dad's car out, and then when I looked under the floorboard, I found a package. I look, and I look at him, and I just run inside. I start calling my wife. Hey, hey babe, you got to come check this out. And that's when we dump it on the bed. Just money falls out all over the bed. I immediately thought, I need to find out who this belongs to. So they actually returned it to the previous owner. That's so really? cool of them. Yeah. Would you have done that? Yeah, because my conscience would just be... You actually would have? Yes, I would. I, I kind of believe you. I would. I, I, I just couldn't live with that in my head. However, he said that they took the money and they dumped it out. I would have at least, like, had a... Like, you know, rolled around in the money first. In other people's money. That's <laughs> and not then weird. I would give it back to them. <laughs> Sorry if it's dirty. I rolled around in it. Uh, they actually did return this $5,000, and uh, the family said to the little nine year old that found it, uh, thank you so much. And they gave him a thousand of it. Yeah, that's super which cool. Which is very cool of them. Steve, would you have returned it? Probably not. Yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> At least you lie. guys are honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time with it. I, I would have had a really, really hard time with it. I don't think you would have, Steve, because of your recent childcare and medical bills with everything going on in your life. I'd be like, woohoo, mini lottery. Yeah, like if you were flush, <laughs> if you had a solid bank account going and you didn't have all these upcoming medical bills and all this stuff because of everything going on with Steve's wife, by the way, is doing very well. Yes. Ish. Yes, she is. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she had a 
Whip that out for me real quick. Yeah, bud. she she was diagnosed with dust, uh, DCIS, which is like stage zero breast cancer, and then she got a mastectomy, which she's recovering fine, and uh, right now she is cancer free. Nice. And, and that's like after a couple doctor's appointments and everything. So yeah. anyway, with your upcoming medical bills, I'd be shocked if you returned it. I probably wouldn't return it even if I didn't have medical oh, bills. Okay, well you're just yeah. owning the fact that you're going to keep these poor yeah. people's money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you be <laughs> upset that they didn't give you half? That they only gave your kid a grand? No, no, I wouldn't. I'd be happy that they gave something if, if my kid did give it back. It's a great lesson for your Dang son. Kid. Nine-year-old boy, again, found $5,000 under the used floor mat of the used car. Hey, here's my hard time with giving that money back. They're dumb enough to leave it in there. Do they even really care? They left $5,000 under the floor mat. Yeah, yeah that's not something you just forget right? i feel like it's five thousand dollars you know why do you have five g's hidden in your car uh, yeah that's true too maybe, maybe they gave drug it, money that's that, literally what i was gonna say maybe that's the, another reason they, they gave it back they were scared yeah maybe yeah maybe he, uh, he rolled around in the money like christine would have and he realized there was <laughs> drugs all over him all right think of your favorite friends episode if you could please it is friends week we're going to talk more about that next Let's have a little conversation about the show Friends, shall we? We shall. This is a big week for Friends. Here, this is for all you Friends freaks. I'm a Is that enough? Oh, you want just a little bit more? Okay. Is that good? Get- okay, I'll shut up. Uh-huh. All right, so we asked you to text in with what you thought were the best episodes of Friends ever. And there's a method to my madness because I actually have the best episode oh. ever per a survey. But what are some of the answers we got via text? Christine. Uh, someone said the one with the flashback, college years, Chandler's hair, large Monica, huh. Rachel's nose. That one is a good one. Yep. Someone else said uh, Rachel and Chandler are helping Ross move a couch up the stairs, and he kept <laughs> shouting, pivot! Pivot! <laughs> nice, <laughs> someone nice, Someone else nice. said, obviously, the jellyfish one, where uh, Monica gets stung by the jellyfish, and then they pee on it. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, uh, the one that someone else said, which is actually the one I chose, my favorite, was the one where Chandler and Monica are dating, but no one knows yet. And this part always makes me laugh when he's saying bye because he's like going to work and he kisses Monica on the lips and everyone's looking like, what the heck? So then he goes and he starts kissing uh, Rachel and Phoebe before he leaves each time so no one suspects anything. (laughs) Steve, what is your favorite Friends episode? Mine is called The One Where Ross Got High, and it's a Thanksgiving episode where uh, (laughs) Ross's parents come and they hate Chandler, and Chandler can't figure out why. And then Ross remembers in high school he was smoking pot in his bedroom, and uh, his parents caught him, and he blamed it on Chandler. (laughs) Nice. Okay. We're talking about your favorite Friends episodes now. uh, Number 10 is the the one where Ross gets high. Yeah. According to IMDb. Uh, There's uh, number nine is the one where uh, with all the Thanksgiving. Number eight, the one with Ross wedding part two. Mm -hmm. The one with the rumor is number seven. They all start with the one with, by the way. Yes. Uh, Number six is the one with uh, the videotape. If you're wondering why that happened. 
That's why everybody, they all start with the one with. Uh, Friends episodes number five, the one with the proposal part two. The one with the prom video is number four. The one with the embryos, number three. Number two is the last one, part two. That's the series finale. The friends bid adieu to their beloved Greenwich Village apartment where while Rachel would decide to go off her Paris-bound plane to reunite with her lobster, Ross. That yeah. was such a big moment in Friends history. Yeah, Everyone that's... was cheering when she was like, I didn't go on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, according to IMDb, may sound a little familiar to you. You? And, and you? <laughs> yes, but you cannot tell anyone. No one knows. Do you know something? Do you know something? <laughs> I might know something. I might know something, too. What's the thing you know? Oh, no, I can't tell you, and you tell me what you know. Well, I can't tell you what I know. Well, then I can't tell you what I know. Okay, fine. All right, well, how about I go over there, and I will walk into Chandler's bedroom, and I will see if the thing that I think that I know is actually the thing that I think that I know. Do you think you know what this one is? Or the one that I chose. This is the one where everybody finds out. Yep. This is the one where Monica and Chandler and the clandestine romance finally comes to the forefront here. Here's the rest of it. A member of the Click of Six message didn't love that one as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know! And you know! Yeah, I know! Chandler and Monica? Oh, this is unbelievable! Oh, look, there's, there's Monica and Chandler. Hey! Hey, you guys! Oh! Uh, again, everybody's favorite Friends episode. This Thursday is the big reveal on HBO. It's going to be a reunion. It's not, I mean, they're going to do a table read and joke around. Yeah. So if you want to learn a little bit about it and stuff. And as Christine said, and if, if you look at every promo, all the women look phenomenal. Yeah, they look amazing. The three ladies from the show, the three primaries, look phenomenal. The dudes, meh. Little worn. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Worn. Specifically the Joey dude, uh, Matt, I always, Matt, Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc looks a little, 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 little weathered. I mean, you know, the other Matt looks like he's intoxicated. Yeah. It's kind of a game you can play. I think there's something seriously wrong with him, and I don't think it's an addiction thing. So I think there's more to that story, and we're all going to feel like crap. But we'll see. Your friends reunion this Thursday. We're getting ready to do Christineology, but I do want to remind you, today is National Wine Day. That's why I was, like, reading this article. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we I should... Have Steve whip something up for National Wine Day. We'll do something. We'll come up with something, Steve. Wine, wine, wine. It's wine day. Are we whining or or is it we drinking wine? That's what it should be. Drinking wine. It should be National Wine W I N E Day. See, I I think it should be National W H I. Hey, speaking of whining. Christineology is really a good look into Christine's brain. <laughs> from my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? We've all been there. That moment when someone does or says something and that little thing inside of us called judgment comes out. It's even worse when you're on the receiving end of it. Here's my story. Over the weekend, I was out with my friend when he asked me if I like spiders. I quickly responded with a fish no. He asked me if I kill them, and I said, only if they are small enough to not disgust me. Otherwise, I'll try and trap them. For example, just last week when I was showering, I noticed a spider crawling really fast in the corner of my eye near the tub and toilet. So I had to do some quick thinking. 
and decided to use the to- the holder to the toilet bowl brush to smush it. However, I wanted to be sure it was dead, so I left it under there for about two days before I threw Oof. it. Spiders make me cringe so bad that I refuse to kill them if I think they're too big. So instead, I've resorted to the following. Spraying them with Clorox or Windex until they stop moving. Oh, trapping wow. them... <laughs> Trapping them under a cup until someone can come kill it or I can get to a toilet to flush it. Kill them with a candle or the worst of all, sacrifice the shoe to smush it. After disclosing this to my friend, I could see his smile turn to a concerned grin. I bluntly pointed out his changing facial expressions and asked if he now saw me in a different light. He said no, but that it's very torturous of me to do that to a spider. I understand they're a necessary part of the food chain, but if spiders weren't so creepy, we wouldn't be in this situation. Click of six, is my friend right? Am I torturous? Am I inhumane? Are you judging me too? Steve? How do you kill it with a candle? Are you like putting it over the open flame or pouring hot wax on it? Are you hot waxing it to submission or what? No, but like I mean, smushing I'll it with the bottom? smush it with the bottom of a candle. Okay. I mean, okay, that's, that's less torturous, better. yeah. It yeah, seems I've, like you're getting I've, some enjoyment out of some of those killing though. <laughs> I think this is what's going on. Sometimes I'll just leave it in the cup and then, I don't know, just let it die. It runs out of air and food. So you suffocate it and starve it. God. I mean, okay. So I feel like you guys are judging me. Well, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, give it a quick death if you're going to kill it. Slap it. Have you ever heard of uh, this thing? It's uh, back in the old days. It was kind of like a bent up hanger. And at the end of the hangar, there was like this. Uh, you talking about a fly swatter? Essentially, that's where. Yeah, that's where I was going. So the fly swatter. Have you ever heard of a fly swatter? I have. They're about forty nine cents. I don't uh-huh. think so because spiders are different than flies. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you could kill it that way at least. I don't know. You just snap your I wrist mean, and it's dead. I don't. If it's if it's huge, I get terrified. Do you think that's the why spider I'll take can... like the Clorox? And just keep. You just poison spraying. it until it twitches to death. <laughs> So the question is, are we judging Christine because she suffocates, starves, and poisons small creatures? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And then she's laughing about it. I know. Isn't that how Hannibal Lecter got started? It is. (laughs) To eat their brains, too. Oh, it's weird. In a nice state of fava (laughs) beans. We have to talk about what today is. Today is a very special day for some people. So I think that sometimes in life, we're looking for an excuse to do something we love on a day that we shouldn't, right? Today is National W-I-N-E Day, Christine. It's National Wine Day. Yeah, National Wine Day. So many of us like to sit back and you just need an excuse to get a good glass of wine later maybe, right? Many of us like to sit back, relax, and enjoy a glass of wine and have deep conversation about topical things like... uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Yeah, they're everywhere. Benefer, right? And we think, because we're two, three, four glasses deep into wine, that we're having an intelligent conversation. <laughs> but on National Wine Day, I want to show you <laughs> probably you how it sounds. Research says that drinking an occasional glass of red wine is good for you. And now, here's how you think you sound when you're high on wine. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back together. And here's what you really sound like when you're high on wine. 
What's with Ben Affleck and his attraction to Jennifer's? Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Lopez, Bennifer, Jennifer Lopez again? So be responsible and enjoy your National Wine Day. Now, is that about right? Is yeah, that about right? Much, Especially if you're four glasses deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you're talking about what everybody's talking about this week. Again, the show Friends. Yeah. And now, here's how you think you sound when you're high on wine. The Friends reunion on HBO Max should do well in the ratings. And here's what you really sound like when you're high on wine. What do you mean I'm the Phoebe? I'm not the Phoebe. I'm the Rachel. Look at my hair. I'm the Rachel. You're the Phoebe. I'll be there for you when the Can you pour me some more wine? So be responsible and enjoy your National Wine Day. All right, guys. Enjoy your National Wine Day. Are you going to celebrate today, Christine? Are you going to partake? Mm, I don't know. Are you going to bring me a glass of wine? I'm not bringing you anything. You're an independent woman, and you could take care of yourself, your pro- your father probably tells you. Yeah, but I don't have any wine at home. Well, you can go to a store. <laughs> like, how... hey, can someone deliver me some wine? We're actually I at work. I think I work. can get that. Like, we're at work. Like, I'm going to drive to your house, out of the way of my house, to bring you a glass of wine. Yeah. What's the payout? I don't know. You can have a glass. You can have one of the glasses of wine that you bought her. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, we all have those friends. We call them Christine's. <laughs> Our text question of the day, Christine, it's a fun one. It's going to get you to think a little bit about your family, your parents, if they're around. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be and what character are you? So uh, you saw, you chose the Guy Ferrari show for your dad and then your mom, Christina, chose Full House. You want to be Aunt Becky? Yes. Steve wants to be Elaine in Seinfeld. Yes, I do. And then uh, I want to be Henry VIII in the show The Tudors. I would prefer to be him because he kills pretty much everyone else. So I would like to live. <laughs> Plus, you know, there's that whole king thing and that king power. You can text in, you can message via the app. It's free. Download in your app store. Comes in handy for the rando text O M G. Rando Texto Message O via Apo. Free download in the Apple Store. Hi. My boyfriend and I have been together for more than a year now, and I have yet to meet his friends. Granted, we began dating during a pandemic, but this weekend he made plans with a few of his friends and their spouses for a game night. He indicated he would be gone all day Saturday and unsure of how late he would be out and explained that he didn't invite me because he hasn't seen some of his childhood friends in a couple of years. So he wanted to, quote, test the water first and catch up. He also didn't want me to feel bored or trapped since they are planning to do, quote, nerd stuff. I'm having a hard time understanding his argument, for I feel like we are at the point where I should be included in his plans, especially since work schedules don't allow me to spend much time with him in the first place. Or at least he should attempt to make plans that include me and an opportunity to meet everyone. Am I overreacting? What do you think, Christine? Is she overreacting? Um, no, I think, ugh. So what, for me, if it was just him and, like, his friends... I'd be like, yes, you're overreacting. But the fact that it's his friends and their spouses and she's not coming along is the part that makes me a little iffy. Why? Because she's his spouse? Well, because she's dating him. And, oh, and they're she, not married. No, they're not married. But I just, 
figure like he'd want her to be a part of it. He's going to introduce her to his friends. Obviously, they're important to him. I feel like if she was important, he'd do the same. But maybe my advice is let him be with his friends. Don't don't look too much into it. Let him be with his friends this weekend. And if it happens again, then that's when I'd be concerned. So these guys have been dating for a year now. A she year. said over. A yeah. little over a year now. Okay, so over a year. They've been dating, so they've they've established that. So it's not like they're two months deep. No. Because people would be going, jumping down her throat like, whoa, slow down, mama. Yeah. Steve, what do you think? Uh, see, I think that she, it's kind of implied that she doesn't like, quote, unquote, nerd stuff. Yeah, because she called it nerd stuff. Yeah. And so I don't think she would have fun at all. And it sounds like they're going to play something along the lines of like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah, style thing. Like. Yeah. And if you're not into that, it can ruin it for everybody else. Now, that's a good point. So, I mean, maybe he needs to talk to her about, or she needs to talk to him about, like, what they're actually going to do there. And if she sounds interested at all, then I'd be a little concerned as to why I wasn't invited. But it sounds like she wouldn't have a good time. So, I'm like, you're kind of overreacting. So, this rando text, though, that we got from a member of the Click of Six, she is uh, dating this guy for a little bit over a year. He's having a get-together again this weekend. Yep, this weekend. With his friends to do nerd stuff, Christine. Yeah, his friends and their spouses is what he said. He, they are, these are childhood friends he hasn't seen a co- in a couple of years, and he said he wanted to, quote, test the water first and catch up. And he didn't want her to feel bored or trapped, so he didn't ask her to come along. So let's imagine that while they do nerd stuff, the ladies go off in the corner and have some adult beverages and have girl time because they're all these spouses are catching up with each other. Well, it sounds well. to me like the spouses are also into the nerd yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. That, well, then, That's what I'm getting out of this. I think he thinks that the uh, wives aren't going to like her. And I think that think is a red flag. You think that's why he said, test the water? Yeah, he wants to feel it out, and they'll ask about her, and, oh, why isn't she there? Like, uh, Brother and Pain just messaged and said, come on, girl, wake up and smell the coffee. This is your chance to have an all-girls weekend. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Let him do what he wants to do. Isn't it nice of her to let him do what he wants to do, by the yeah. way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and do your thing. Uh, I'll bet you'll have a really good time with your girls. Uh, maybe she that's doesn't true. have girls, though. Maybe she doesn't have a, a clique that she could really hang with. I mean, I, I think m- maybe she's feeling like, at least invite me and give me a chance to say no. <laughs> well, but you shouldn't invite somebody if you want them to say no. Well, no, but like she obviously is feeling hurt that she wasn't invited. So maybe he should have at least invited her, expecting her like and being like, hey, we're going to play D&D. You probably don't like it. But if you want to come, you can. But then if she comes, he's not going to be able to have as much fun because he's going to have to worry about her the whole time, which I think is the other issue. Probably. Sensitive lady. <laughs> Click a six. What do you think? Weigh in all the ways. OMG. Rando texto message o via Apple free download and Apple Storo. My boyfriend and I have been dating for more than a year now, and I have yet to meet his friends. Granted, we began dating during a pandemic, but this weekend he made plans with a few of his friends and their spouses for a game night. He indicated he would be gone all day Saturday and unsure of how late he would be out and explained that he didn't invite me because he hasn't seen some of his childhood friends in a couple of years, so he wanted to test the water first and catch up. He also didn't want me to feel bored or trapped since they're planning to do, quote, nerd stuff. I'm having a hard time understanding his argument, for I feel like we are at the point where I should be included in his plans, especially since work schedules don't allow me, allow me to spend much time with him in the first place. Or at least he should attempt to make plans that include me and an opportunity to meet everyone. Am I overreacting? 
my first initial thought with this, I haven't really given my input yet. Christine, you were like, just kind of chill, ride the wave a little bit more or less, right? Yeah, and if he doesn't invite you again, red flag. Now, Steve, you were like, let him have fun. You call him nerd friends. You clearly... Or nerd games, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think she'd have a lot of fun doing that. So, and, and I actually uh, was kind of like along that way until I started reading texts from members of the Click of Six. Like somebody said, I think she shouldn't be concerned at this point in time, like that normal way that we were all kind of thinking initially. And then Tay made a comment. Tay said, "I think you're a side chick." At least that was my first thought. But with the pandemic, you do have to throw that in there. My favorite text that we got though was from a sister with a brain that said. Get out and and then she put. I'd like to point out an exclamation point. Ooh, she which means, means yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you got to go. How you know what I mean? Uh, she said I was in the same situation and after a year I still wasn't being brought around friends. I'm like, well, that's interesting. I wonder if it's the same guy. It's because he was dating other people that his friends knew about and they didn't know about me. See, that's why I always oh. tell other people that I'm dating that I'm dating other people. Like when I was single. Yeah. That's a smart you know, thing to Alicia do. When Alicia and I were dating, I'm like, hey, if you're dating other people, I'm dating other people, just so you know. Uh, she's like, how many people? I'm like, I'm dating three other people right now. So she used to say, how are two, three, and four doing? <laughs> am I I'm, still number one? I'm clearly number one. <laughs> she never said, am I still? Yeah. She clearly stated she was, yeah. that's, that's Alicia, the way her brain works. Steve, you've dated more than one girl at one time. Have I? Oh, really? I, I just assumed. I don't think so. Just hooked up with more than one uh, girl. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a different thing. College hookups. Different. Hookups and dating, dating are different. No. What about you, Christine? Have I dated? More than one girl at a time? More than one girl? Yeah. No, but- <laughs> I haven't it, dated a girl. Have you been in this situation where the guy just didn't tell his friends about you? Uh, yeah. Oh. Sort of. I don't know. Nerve. Like, I have an ex where I feel I only, like, met his friends a couple of times- and, I, and then I would bring him around my friends, but he didn't even like my friends, so that caused issues in it, on its own. So yeah, and then his, it was weird. Because he didn't want his friends to maybe side with you in arguments or things of that nature. Or maybe he was dating other people. I mean, you know, there are people who agreed with that one texter and said, shady AF. Some said, sounds like you're the side chick. If yeah. he was proud of you, he would want to show you off. Uh, but someone said on the opposite side, and this is from a female, she said, sounds like there was a group dynamic with the friends well before you came into the picture. Also sounds like he wants to catch up with friends he hasn't seen in a while versus making introductions and making sure everyone gets along. And make sure you're having a good time yeah. while he wants to focus on himself. Can you blame him? She said, if you can't respect that for one night, that's a red flag for him, not you. Wow. Uh, yeah. So to the sister with a brain that messaged in and said uh, the guy's going to hang out with his nerd friends and do nerd things this weekend, and I'm, I'm being extreme on her message, uh, to the guy that's doing that, and she's a little bit bothered that she wasn't asked to go. They've been together for over a year. Yeah. I would say hook up with another guy this weekend, and that's, it'll feel better. No, no. I think that's solid <laughs> advice. You're welcome. Nope, it's, it's done. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Uh, this guy's awesome. I, I, I love this dude. 78-year-old guy. Uh, he's a retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Robert Croner. He uh, walked in the uh, his USC graduation ceremony 50 years after receiving his master's degree. Welcome to the 2021 and 2020 commencement at the University of Southern California. It's been a long time coming. So I've waited a long time for this. I had to finish out tour duty and put in a total of 28 years in the Air Force. 
just never had the time. What a great guy. Like, I, you just hear him talking, you hear stories like that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. They always come out around this time of year, obviously, with all the graduations going on, especially on social media, all the people. I just can't believe it's been 18 years. Stewie's going to be going to college next year. <laughs> oh, God, it's tough. I have a friend who, uh, when her daughter, she had a kid really early on, and uh, when her daughter grew up, and moved out of the house like that last year of uh, the senior high school. She was a wreck, and oh, I can't even imagine Norm the neighbor. He's gonna be. Like, I feel Andrew, like he'll be a wreck. Andrew's gonna be a senior next year. His his son. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I was talking about emotion. with with his daughter. Oh, I could see him. Don't even mention that she'll graduate. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses like, to believe. He it. doesn't want to believe. It. No, that'll that'll that'll. Yeah. Like, Andrew will be tough, but not his baby girl. Yeah. Oh God, no. Okay, so if you might think there's an alarm going off at your house if you hear this noise. Apparently, the people in Union County, Georgia, are now begging, the authorities actually, are begging residents to stop calling 911 about cicadas. Because people keep hearing that, and they think their neighbor's alarms are going off. Nope, wow. it's definitely cicadas. That is uh, that is cicadas, my friends. Like that is definitely one hundred percent. Have either of you seen the pictures that people have been posting? Oh, like yeah. especially mm-hmm. from the East Coast, because that's where they have like boomed. Yeah. And I the, sent Steve a bunch today. The pictures people are posting are insanity and the skin that they're leaving behind. <laughs> Very crunchy ground. Yeah. So you would you still don't want to eat one? No. No. Like in Maryland, a candy shop is uh, putting cicadas to good use by cooking them, covering them in chocolate, and selling the crap out of them. It's really a lot like a chocolate-covered potato chip. It's really crunchy because we air fry them. So we clean them first, then we air fry them, and then we dip them in chocolate, and you can sprinkle whatever spice you want on top. Yeah, people are loving it. Mm. People Do you are think eating they were, it. I, they remove the eyeballs, right? Those creepy red eyeballs. Probably not. I don't think so. How are you going to remove those? Like, how do you remove those? No, thank you. How do you remove the eyeballs? You want to eat the cicada eyeballs? I mean, how big are those things, Steve? The eyeballs. They're huge. Smaller than a BB. They're huge. Just Google cicada and look at their beady red eyes. No, I mean, I'm thinking like like they're smaller than a BB. Yeah, I think so. yeah. Yeah, just suck it up and eat the eyeballs. It'll be squishy. No, I'm not eating anything. All right, well, we're going to slip you a cicada when you least expect uh-huh. it. Hey, that sounds really inappropriate in hindsight. <laughs> Never mind. All right, we're going to move on for that. We, we better move on for that for sure. Okay, finally, the last thing that I want to share with you is this, this duh, duh, duh moment. Now, I know, Christine, if you know the answer to something, it's like two plus two is four. And before I can say what is the answer, she'll go four. <laughs> like, she'll just immediately. So don't answer this right away. Okay. All right. An organization spent a lot of money 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 doing a study about the lottery and more specifically finding out if you have more money do you have more friends Hmm. now this has been the big question they're trying to figure out if more money in general leads to more friends Mm. so they looked at the lottery results and things of that nature and talked to lotto winners and actually spent thousands of dollars figuring out a formula on this. <laughs> it seems kind of silly, don't you so think? So it's, it's, do you think, I'm going to start with Steve, I'm going to make her wait. Okay. That people with the, that won the lottery, 
if they have more money, that they have more friends. I'll say no, they don't. You don't? You say no. Mm-hmm. All right. That's an extra, that's actually a very interesting answer because you think you know the answer, but then maybe you don't know the answer. And because that would be then Steve's answer. Yes. Interesting. No. Interesting. He said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what he said. No. Yeah. yeah. So, Christine, what do you think? Oh, I, instantly I thought yes, because with more money, you do more things, you meet more people, uh, and then you have more friends or people start hitting you up when they know you won the lottery. Oh, hey, I'd like to go on your new jet ski or whatever it is. All right. So what is your answer? Do people that yes. win the lottery yes. that have more money have more friends? Yes. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and answer. Yes. Okay. So your answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> the answer is yes. Like, literally, literally, this was the duh, duh, duh moment of the day. The average lottery winner gains an extra friend for every $5,000 they win. <laughs> what? So if you won a million dollars, statistically speaking, the number of friends you would have would increase by 200 people. Huh. Yeah. Shocking to you? It is. It I mean, in be. my situation, I would just become isolated and weird. Yeah. It, it's, it, they, see, the problem is, Steve, they search you out. They find you. I'm your friend. Let me help you by you building me a restaurant. I'm going to make you money. You know, and then I'm going to steal it all, which is common. That type of stuff happens all the time. Right. right? Hey, buddy, we haven't talked in years. I heard you won 100 million bucks. Mm-hmm. Sure did. No big deal. Like, if you want to fly over, maybe loan me a couple hundred grand. Shouldn't be a big deal for you. Right? <laughs> would yeah. you be like a Steve and go hermit? Or I don't see you being that way. I would be. Uh, I'd do some stuff for charity privately, but I would be very tight with that money yeah i would be very very tight with that money connie and i always had a deal uh connie of connie and fisher we lost earlier to, uh, this year to cancer we always had a deal that if one of us won like substantial money in the lottery the other one would give the other person at least a million bucks yeah so connie passed away steve i always told him i would give his wife 20 grand yes yeah but no money to <laughs> yep, steve none to me. that was the that was the deal and my kids yeah. too you'd, you'd... I did. St- I think I did yeah. do a college fund for your kids, but they can't have it till they're 28, <laughs> which I think would be really funny. That is so funny. And if they don't go to school when they're 28, they don't get the money. <laughs> Just stupid stuff like that. So and then you know, like, what would you do with my money? Yeah. Oh man, ah, uh, I don't even know. I definitely take some vacations for sure. That's a fact. I'd save some. I'd give some to my parents. There you go. Uh, I'd probably open a cat boutique and. <laughs> That's okay. And style cats? Yeah, and style no, cats. You like, want to groom cats? No, not like that. But you know how there's like specialized dog stores? Yeah. They, they don't really have any for cats. So I'd open one for, for cat people, the cat's meow. And then, oh, and, then, uh, and, then, and then Harley, my cat, would be the mascot. So, and she'd be at the you store next to me. I'm not going to give you any money if I win the lotto now, Christine, because you didn't offer me any, so that's cool. Don't worry about it. You I was didn't offer me any either. Uh, I, I hadn't <laughs> had the chance yet. I didn't have the chance yet. But here's what I'm going to do for you. If I win the lotto, I'm going to open up a cat boutique. Okay. It's going to be a double business, a double-ended business. Okay. All right. Same name, two different businesses. And I'm going to name it after you. After what I just said, the cat's meow? Nope. I'm going to name it after you. Oh, it's going to be called Christine? Christine's Kitty. <laughs> it's two businesses. Oh, boy. Okay. I can already yep. see where that one, other one's going. There's a cat boutique. <laughs> yeah, and on the other end, and then on the other side of the business, 
It's a tire shop. They sell tires. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's have a little conversation right now about Mr. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran and a couple of his buddies are in trouble. They did a naughty no-no. Uh-oh. Halsey, Khalid, Benny Blanco, and Ed Sheeran got together and did a song. Do you know the song, Christine? Uh, yes. I've, I can't think of it at the top of my head. East Side. Yes. East Side. Here it is. Wait, Ed Sheeran isn't in East Side. It's one of the writers. Oh. You know this song, East Side, right here? Duh. When I was young. I fell in love with used to old hands, man. That was enough. Then we grew up. I like the song. It's new to me. I've never heard it before. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he said sarcastically. Well, so here's the deal. Uh, there's a couple of people out of, uh, uh, let's just say, L.A. And they claim that it's a direct ripoff. That 2018 song is a direct ripoff of their song, Loveless. I love it when these stories happen. Yeah. They usually happen to Taylor Swift, and it's more funny. I'm a giant Ed Sheeran fan, so here we go. Here's their song. Click a six. You can weigh in all the ways. Do you think they stole that? That Sheeran stole that again? Uh, here it is again. It's East Side. Yep, this is East Side right here. And then here is the other one. It's very similar. So text and message via the app. Let us know what you think. If you think they actually stole that song, naughty, naughty now Ed this Sheeran. this song sounds like it. <laughs> well, it's Taylor Swift. She might have stole it. I'm just kidding. I mean, they could say this is a Willow's a ripoff of this as well. So until it kicks in. We were having a conversation about these guys from uh, L.A. that are saying, hey, Sheeran and Benny Blanco's Khalid's and... Uh, Halsey's song, Khalid. East Side Khalid, sorry, it's this, <laughs> thank you, uh, is a, a ripoff of uh, this. So this would be East Side. They said, we wrote a song called Loveless that's similar. I, overwhelmingly, members of the Click of Six weighed in and said, hey, it's pretty close. It is very close. That's the problem with music nowadays. Everything is like borrowed or sampled or sounds super the same. You just well, you know what you need to do. Hmm. Make music that sounds different. Yeah, I agree. And I not don't steal. Di- I like, don't disagree. I would be shocked if Ed Sheeran was part of thievery when it came to music. Like if he actually stole. Like if it gets close, it gets close. But if Ed Sheeran actually was like had this super secret underground crew of people stealing music. No, I highly doubt it. Because he seems like the coolest guy ever for two reasons. One is he just comes off as that down to earth. Dude, yeah, playing the guitar on the stage. I saw him do a whole concert just with a foot pedal. The other reason he seems like a good guy, obvious. You guys know the answer? Uh, um, he seems, I, I, I don't know. Ginger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cross my mind. Yeah, it never does. It doesn't cross anybody's mind. Only gingers. The yes. guy's a ginger. I mean, he's got to be great. Uh, this dude's not a ginger, but he did shave his head last weekend. Beeps for Beeps. Make sure you're listening if you want to win tickets to see Justin Bieber. Who sings that, Christine? I do right now. Not in tune. (laughs) Uh, Look, Justin Bieber, Van Andel Arena, May 12th of 2022, 7.30 show. 
you want to make sure you download that app, Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. And then you want to get that notification beep, hence beeps for beebs. And when you get that notification, you'll simply click on it and enter for your chance to win those tickets. That easy. If you already have the app, I guarantee you this, it's very possible you turned your notifications off. This is yet another reason to make sure, go back in your settings and double check under the Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids app that your app notifications are turned on so you can win tickets to see this dude in a year or six years whenever he finally gets here to (laughs) reschedule this date, all right? Justin Bieber will probably have a whole new album out by the May 22nd. It's funny because actually his original concert was for his other album. And this is uh, for this, this is, one, this right? is for that new one. Uh, j- yeah. It was yeah. supposed to be the Changes World Tour. Now it's Justice World Tour. Well, as long as we don't have another blow-up of a, new, a brand new type of COVID, we should be good, and it'll be May 22nd of the <laughs> yeah. handle. Way to jinx it. Today's text question of the day is kind of a fun little flashback, if you will. If you, or, or if your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be, and what character are you? So you want to be Guy Ferrari, huh, according to your dad's Fieri. favorite? Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> it's correction day. Guy Fieri, according to your uh, dad's uh, favorite show, Christine. Yeah, which he said is d- diners, drives, and dives. And then he listed off, like, QVC and Shark Tank and... And overhaulers. He just listed a bunch. So he's like you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yes for one answer, and then uh-huh. there's two. I see he where that comes six. from. <laughs> yeah. That's Steve Seinfeld, huh? Yeah. Seinfeld is my, both my parents' favorite show, and I would probably be Elaine because I think that I don't fit anybody else. <laughs> you sure you're not a Kramer? I don't think so. No, you're an Elaine. What about a George? See, I, that was my first initial response, but then I thought. It, he just has too much bad luck. I, I don't have that much bad luck. I've had a lot of bad luck lately, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's. Well, wow, that got depressing really yeah. fast. <laughs> Steve's wife just beat cancer, by the way, and then yeah. obviously we all lost Connie to cancer at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna pop into the show, The Tudors. My mother moved here from England when she was 17 years old, and she was a au pair. And without a shadow of a doubt, I want to be Henry VIII and Tudors. It would be awesome. I would very, very, very much enjoy it. But you, the click of six, we asked you the question. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show's it going to be, and what character are you? Right out of the gate, somebody said The Simpsons. I would assume I'm Lisa, but I'm more of a Bart. <laughs> she must be. A, obviously, she is a woman being a Lisa, but you can be a Bart if you want to be a Bart. Yeah, yeah, I'm a guy. Literally, Guy Fieri. There you go. <laughs> uh, somebody else said The Fonz from Happy Days. There's an oldie. Mm-hmm. Golden Girls, and they would be Dorothy. Nice. I would rather be. Uh, we were just having this conversation Blair? with, with Blanche. Oh, Blanche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blanche. Yeah, is she the uh, hoe. Yeah. She's the hoe. Yeah, I want to be is. Blanche. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said Seinfeld as well. Uh, Hill Street Blues was another one. Uh, somebody said Perry Mason. There's an old one. I guess I'd be a lawyer since I'm a woman, and it was like 50 years ago. Do they even have any women on that show that were lawyers? LOL. Probably not. It would have been a big coup back then. Yeah. Uh, there's another one said the young and the restless, Christine, which I know is not your soap. You're a general hospital. Mm-hmm. But for the text question of the day, they said, I'm not sure who I would be, but my parents really love the show Young and the Restless as we kick into the top five-ish. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be and what character are you? Carla from Cheers. My mailman in real name in real time is named Cliff, which is awesome. Huh? I was very happy when I found that out. <laughs> the show Cheers is a great one. The yeah. Waltons, somebody said me and my brothers 
both were named after them. Do you remember the show The Waltons? Yes. I haven't seen it in forever, though. Like, that was on one of those. That's so old school. Yeah. Uh, somebody said Gilmore Girls. No clue who I would be. Uh, but I also know my mom loves Golden Girls, and I would like to be Blanche. There you go. <laughs> Unsolved mystery. Nope, not going there. <laughs> I love it. Number three. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be, and what character are you? Bob Ross. I want to be Bob Ross painting. Okay. <laughs> Number two, probably Fixer Upper. That's my mother-in-law's, one of her favorite shows. Uh, I'd probably be Chip Gaines, they said, because Mama want her some shiplap. <laughs> yes. There you go. Chip Gaines. There is a photo of him I threw oh, it up on her yeah. social media. He's grown his hair out long, and I do look like Chip Gaines with long hair. It's yes. weird. Yes. Alicia explained to me that uh, she wishes every part of me was like Chip Gaines. What's every part? Has a farm, loves horses, does construction. Because she'd love to be a Joanna Gaines. She even went to yeah. Magnolia. Oh, did in she? In Texas, yeah, and, and Waco. And uh, went and visited all their store and whatnot. Yeah. Bought a magnet or something like that. Finally, number one. If your life had to be lived in your parents' favorite TV show, what show would it be and what character are you? They said, my dad loves wrestling and they would like to be China. I chose this one just for you, Fish. Do you know who China is? Oh, of course I do. She was like the peak of WWE back in the 90s. She was a big one. She was a big She was like, and when I say big one, not just because she was super <laughs> muscular. She was huge, Steve. Yeah. Like, she actually did a lot for women in the WWE. Mm -hmm. Like, she won, uh, she would beat up a lot of guys. Nice. Yeah, I know you, right? Don't you want to get beat yeah. up by China? I threw a picture up on the big monitor of her from her Playboy cover. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just happened to have it bookmarked. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. She was a good one. Okay, so sometimes I like to find these little audio treats for everybody. Like, sometimes there's some for Steve. I know that uh, one of your favorite ones from back in the day not the donkey one, Steve. I know Connie liked Seals singing Seal. You know, that was always mm -hmm. a fun one. Yeah, that was a big one. Were you sweatpants or were you keeping my distance? Keeping my distance. Yeah. Hopelessly stuck in a grocery line. Toilet paper sold out on Amazon Prime. Here among the masses, the crowds build up. Hoarding and storing tissue for their butt. They canceled the class. So I saw this today. It's not a goofy song, but it definitely is. Somebody was a little bit bored. Christine, you know the song Come on Ride the Train? Yeah, by Quad City DJs. Yeah, now you uh your dream one day is to be what? A game show host. So you know the game show Jeopardy? Of course. All right. Yeah, they wow. synced Jeopardy and Come On Ride the Train together, the theme song from Jeopardy. What do you guys think? It doesn't sound like Ride the Train. No, it's part of it. It is part of the song. No, you're not, no, you're not, not, feeling, you're not it. feeling it. Oh, I dig it. You like it? Yeah. Right. A little more prestige. I mean, you just got to be fascinated for the end of it, which is in about five seconds okay. to see how they wrap it up. Come on, y'all, get on the boat, so hey, let's go. 
See, to me, it sounds kind of like a cluster. You know I what agree. I mean? Yeah, which is exactly how management describes this show. <laughs> so I thought maybe that'll be our new opener for the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? A cluster of a show. Hamburger. You ready to get funky? In your face radio, check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do.